I don't I'm know. Already perturbed about the headset. Then seeing that back to back nonsense is not helping. Just like <laughs> all I want is good wrestling, which is what they fucking promised us when this company started. They promised us good wrestling. Not gimmicky nonsense like WWE. Uh, and now we've got Rick Ross, who's going to do a, a face-to-face between two guys. Why are we having a face, face-to-face? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, who, since I am jumping into AEW way late here, uh, who's having a face-to-face here? Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Oh, okay. I did like, see why? that. I did see them hyping this, I think, the one time that I hopped on Twitter today. And I'm like, I there's this feud or friendship or frenemyship or whatever you want to call it between Keith Lee and Swerve is just some of the most bizarre writing, like... I don't. I, I. I. just honestly don't know what's going on with this whole situation. Like, it's not helping anyone involved. It, no, it makes Keith Lee look like a, an idiot. He he walks out on you. He walks out on you. Can I, let me talk to you. Can I trust you? Walks out on you. I need mean, to make sure you got my back. Walks out on you. What is it like? This doesn't even matter what goes on in this. It makes Keith Lee look like an idiot again. Unless, as soon as Strickland gets in the ring, he attacks him. That's the only way this can work. Oh. And I got a feeling that that is not going to happen. Now, Brian Alvarez actually said, like, that Ring of Honor pay-per-view, because I guess I, I didn't see this version of Ring of Honor, but, you know, Keith Lee, Shane... Uh, Shane Taylor and the oh. other guy were together as a team, yeah. and Shane Taylor and Keith Lee used to feud. Okay. And then, I think Rick Ross said motherfucker on TV, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, but, Keith but Lee like, just made quite the face there. Yeah. But, it, but it's like, Brian Albert said, the only thing that makes sense is, I guess, whoever the, that Shane Taylor was partnered with refuted in a Ring of Honor. The only thing he goes that would make that this whole thing make sense is, as soon as the bell rings, Shane Taylor beats up his partner, Keith Lee beats up his partner, and they reform their tag team. Uh, oh. You know? Uh, yes. Happen. So, I mean... Yeah, because... Yeah, shit, the guy that... Because the Shane Taylor promotions happened well after Keith Lee was gone. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I really That's did. I was confused. I... Yeah, so I think he, the guy that he's with now, I think he picked up in that time period. So, okay. you know, he's a little bit of a subordinate, but yeah, like, I. Yeah, it would be fun to see that tag team back together. Uh,. I... And, yeah, Keith Lee just, yeah, is an idiot, like you said, for putting up with all these shenanigans. Like, it's just like, uh, 
no, dude, you're just an asshole. Like, uh, okay, you haven't, like, really done anything wrong, wrong to me. Like, you haven't kicked me square in the nuts, but it's close enough here, pal. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm done with your shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it like, doesn't... I, I can't hear what's going on, but this is just stupid. <laughs> it's it, This feud has been way more drawn out than... And I guess that's the other thing that keeps on making it really weird is that it's not a feud. Like they're teaming it's together. Like they, won't pull, they won't pull the trigger on it. Oh yeah. Oh, and now Parker Boudreaux's in the ring. I'm 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 lost on. Uh, I guess if what Swerve brought is. him in is a heavy, but... I... But he's lost weight. He doesn't look like a heavy. I mean... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying Parker Bajuri doesn't have a future or a chance, but... Right. The way he's thinned back down... It doesn't, like, that's not okay. So Shane Strickland sends a job for a guy out. I, I'm... And by the way, Miro still hasn't been on TV in almost this entire year. So, just to make sure that's clear. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, AEW has a glut of talent that they have no idea what to do this. with. Here's another guy with a hair. And... Yeah, who looks exactly like is. Parker Boudreaux. What the fuck is this guy? A guy with face tattoos? I have no idea what this is. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have watched a short amount of AEW, and it has not been good at all. I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. I've got these two guys beating on Keith Lee in the ring, outside the ring. Shane Strickland's watching. Rick Ross is just yelling shit in the microphone. She's over here doing some weird leg stretches in the middle of, like, I'm like, can, can a fucking circus clown just walk through right now? And... <sighs> it's just... Uh, I guess we have an answer here now. So is this Shane and his two white boys? Like, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> oh. Okay, so anyways, so. And then it was funny because, oh, that was someone just got a cinder block for no reason. Uh, um, yeah, cause so gonna, because Swerve's going to, gonna, he's going to frog splash onto that, right? right? Oh. I mean, that's dangerous for everyone involved. Ankles, everything. <laughs> oh. okay, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on, but no. So it was funny because yeah. I got on Twitter because it was like recruiting day, and something else was going on. So I was just trying to check Twitter about about it, oh, and uh, yeah. and I saw either Chris or Steve. Say something about the young bloods. Young bloods? All right. The young bucks getting busted open. 
and then someone lost interest in the whole thing as soon as Brandon Cutler got in the ring dressed as an elf. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I go back, watch the match. It's the usual bullshit where everyone stands around waiting for stuff to happen. And then for some reason at the end, Penta's just stabbing the Young Bucks in the head with stuff. Uh-huh. And then Brandon Cutler comes in the ring dressed as an elf. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> This show's a joke. Like, seriously, what kind of... I mean, it's already bad enough the Elite come out with Don Callis, Michael Nakazawa, and his still in his what, stagehand, stage assistant, whatever it is, his get-up. Brendan Cutler in there, and like, half-assedly half going, stop doing that. Like, get off your ass and go help him. I mean, you're like, Pac, or Pac, astutely went over and kicked him in the face. <laughs> so. Uh, I do enjoy Pack. At least he is a straightforward character. He's, he's awesome. That guy, it's a damn shame he's not taller. And I know it's not supposed to matter, but we all know what matters. Oh, yeah, because I... Cause I, 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 I He's definitely in a better spot than a lot of the former WWE guys. Because of his uh, England problems, though, during the COVID era, that's really kind of, you know, when that's two out of your three years of existence. Yeah, uh, it really is. (laughs) Yeah, you know it's 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 a little rough. So I mean, his AEW run has not been great, but he he has done better than most. But he's still I, I'm with you in that he's too short. Like I he hasn't been anywhere near the main event main event. Not, not since the beginning. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, but yeah, like he had that triple threat match with what him Omega when Omega was champion and. Orange Cassidy, I believe, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And that was like, and, and that was just one of the dumbest pay-per-view main events I had because you're like, no one, but Omega's winning this. <laughs> Why is this even a match? Like that—that's supposed to sell a pay-per-view. So, and, and then, like, just fast forward to now. I mean, John Moxley went like ten minutes with Don with Darius Martin, which was cool to see him back. And actually have a longer match. Speaking of Darius Martin. Oh, uh-huh. The poor guy keeps getting hurt. Right. But John Moxley shouldn't be having a 10-minute a ten minute back and forth even match with Darius Martin. You know? Yes. So, that's a waste of time. Because you know Darius Martin ain't winning. And, like, <laughs> Action Andrade's there to come help Ricky Starks. Okay, that's not so bad, actually. He immediately gets burnt with one of the most vicious, and I'm being dead serious, that was a vicious-looking fireball. Uh, oh, again, did not see this thing. stuff yet, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it was, like, oh, my, uh, at least pointed it out. And she goes, you got to see this. I'm like, oh, damn. Well, she was like, laughing about it, so. Yeah, huh. I, I just. So it hasn't all been that. bad? I just don't like this show today at all. <laughs> at all. And now the sad thing is, like, the Dark Order's on. It's the three, and Adam and uh, Hangman Page, 
And it's like, remember when these guys used to matter? Uh, oh, yeah. In no way did I blame Preston. Is it Preston Vance for joining? I, I mean, it's a lateral move, but he needed something. Like, he wasn't doing anything as 10 in the Dark Order. Very true. You know, that, that, true. that is one where it's just like, I, don't, I mean, I have no idea if anything's going to come of him because, I, quite frankly, the matches, the singles matches that he have has gotten, I, I don't remember any of them. Like, I know that he's gotten a handful of them because he is the big guy in the Dark Order. So... Yeah, which, you know, outside of Brody Lee, had no big guys. Oh, right. Yeah, because what's-his-name is not a tall tall gentleman there. But, I mean, even... Well, his... I meant just even, even like, muscular-wise. I mean, Brody Lee was a big dude. You know, well, what's his name? He uh, over here. Johnny Hungy is a big guy, but he's also like 5'3". Yes, well, yes. So, I just... I don't know. I know I'm in like a sour mood, but <laughs> this show is actually getting to it. Like, ugh. Yeah, well, I, I I am not looking forward no. to watching that rap video from Sanjay Dutt and crew. I purposely didn't bring that up. <laughs> I, I just, just... <laughs> it's it's really funny to see <laughs> because I know I don't hold the same opinion as everybody, and I get it. I have my likes and dislikes that are different than everybody else. Not everybody else, but different than others. It's really rewarding. They post something about Jeff Jarrett. That's kind of sexy, actually. But, uh... (laughs) But... To see the amount of comments and people blaming AEW about using Jeff Jarrett and those guys. It's like... Okay, good. There are other people like me in the world. It's not just us. <laughs> or just speak for myself, just me. It's oh, no. It's trash. And then, like, Jeff Jarrett today did an interview where he's like, yeah, you know, it's great hearing people boo me and call me an asshole and get and say, you know, fuck you, Jarrett, and that. That's not storyline. <laughs> they don't want to see you. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, sometimes uh, they're not sure what is real heat and what is, uh, you know, actionable heat. I think Jared's smart enough to know. I really do. I would hope and so. And he's just covering his covering it covering it up. <laughs> but yeah, just. Man. There, there is definitely enough people I would have to say that are not enamored with the situation. Yeah, I, I just think like you're supposed to be. And this is not my thoughts; this is also somebody else's. <laughs> when AEW started, they were supposed to like put a put a emphasis on great tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling is going to matter, right? Oh yeah. It doesn't matter for shit. 
even the six-man or the trios titles are worthless. There's two trios teams. And they're having a best-of-seven series. Who the best friends? They haven't been relevant since the COVID stuff. The COVID era. Same goes for Dark Order. Like, you know, a year, like, yeah, a year ago, they were yeah. relevant. Well, I guess the House of Black, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they've also had a major restart uh, in yeah. a very short time period. Yeah, and they have plenty of tag teams. They really do. Uh, yeah. But, but like, your main one, like, Santana Ortiz, unfortunately, Santana got hurt. Yeah, right. But then, you have, you've got 2.0. I mean, I'm always going to love those guys. Uh, but... They still do best friends. Uh, yeah. Both of those teams, how frequently... Do you actually see them as a tag team on Dynamite? Exactly, or Rampage. Yeah, or even Rampage, honestly. I know. I don't know about Dark. It doesn't count. So, well, like Omega wrestled a match on Dark this week, and I'm like, no, that's not going to convince me to say it matters. We know it doesn't. Cut it out. <laughs> Just stop it. Yeah, I'm like, I saw that news too, and I'm like, uh, great, good for you. I'm like, I'm not watching it. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm glad you're down there helping the kids out. Good, you know. But I mean, the hottest tag team they had was FTR. FTR went around the globe, started wrestling, so they kind of cooled off. And on the other side of it was the acclaim took off. The acclaim really took off. Oh. There's no way to debate that. Right. And then everyone keeps saying, why isn't FTR going against the Acclaimed? Why isn't FTR going against the Acclaimed? Like, what's going on here? All of a sudden, hey, next week, FTR the Acclaimed, they win over. What? Wait. Th- that's it? <laughs> that's like your great tag team division? And now FTR's losing to the, uh, the ass water, or the guns. They're not called the gun club anymore, just the guns. Oh. And the acclaimed teams aren't even wrestling against whatever Jarrett's group is called. It's Billy Gunn and I think Anthony Bowens, they said. Huh. Oh, they're doing a six-man also? No, no. It's just Billy Gunn and Bowens versus, I think, I think Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal? No. <sighs> I don't know. It was during the rap video thing. They said it. Okay. The whole point is, why are you having this match when the feud is clearly between the teams? Oh, boy. You give us a a one-week advertisement for the match we all want to see that should have been on (laughs) pay-per-view. In the match no one wants to see, you're dragging it out. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. It is pretty rough. And remember when Jericho and Sammy Guevara were the lace sex gods? They were supposed to be a tag team? That just got dumped to the wayside. <laughs> like, and then even, even Top Flight, where the hell is Private Party? They, I'm trying to think who the other tag teams are. They, Bear Country, for Christ's sake. 
I, Bear Country you know, no, lo- lost a bunch of weight and haven't been on TV since. Did they really? Yeah. Or at least the one oh, guy man. did. Oh, well, that doesn't really help, huh? Uh-uh. I'm looking that up. Uh, yeah. I mean, good for him if he needs to, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, they were just kind of, you know, big, big. Like, I... Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I see what regular athletes look like. I'm still not really buying the uh, the giant gut no definition thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I pretty much watch all the sports and all the guys. I mean, they have different builds, you know, depending upon what sport they're in. But uh, none of them are, very few of them are flabby. And the ones that are aren't particularly good. See Roy Nelson, oh, UFC. Wow. <laughs> wow, he did get it. Uh, good for him, dude. Like, he looks good. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I, I don't know if it helps, but uh, well, it it has not helped. Not that they were getting a lot of TV time to start with. So I mean, I don't think it's. Uh, in over exaggeration to say that they weren't on a lot, but I, I don't think I've seen them at all since he had the the body transformation. It's I just... guess they're not a team anymore. Oh well, because that he just said he's taking he's taking singles bookings. Oh, <laughs> well then. <laughs> well, what a bitch! You you get skinny. And then dump your fat partner? How dare you? <laughs> a typical guy, right? <laughs> typical guy. Get in shape and dump your bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean... There, there are teams around, but none of them are built around, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, there's nothing to them. Even FTR, even the gun club, like they've been on TV some, but other than the fact that they're Billy Gunn's kids, that's all I know about them. Yeah. One's obnoxious. The other one's kind of. More obnoxious? I don't know. Reserved? Like like a reserved obnoxious? Like he just kind of like, all right, I have to do this. It doesn't seem genuine. He just seems like he's like wants to be quiet. But yeah, I, it's just yeah, their tag team division is still a disaster. It, I mean, it's been a disaster almost from Jump Street. I mean, I'm not saying this show is a disaster. It's not good. Oh. This is like the epitome of it. Now, this main event's been pretty good, actually. But, you know, I got two pro women in there. Wow, what what a shock. <laughs> but, you know, it, it really it really goes like Cody isn't going to say why he left. Maybe he will when he's old and writes a book. But I can oh. see why. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really. On top of the fact that uh, they were honoring uh, his own pigeonholing of not going after the main championship. 
Uh, yeah, like things have not been good since he left. I'm not saying it's because he left, but uh, I, I mean, it, yeah, it's been a weird time period here for AEW. Uh, I, I mean, I did like to poke at them just because I did feel like I saw the too unanimous of praise for them online. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. You're just overlooking shit that the WW, that you'd bitch about for the WWE. But, wow, yeah, some of this stuff now is just, it's it, some of it's rough. I And, yeah. and you know what? I will say, uh, it, and it's a topic that we've brought up, and I don't think I've talked to either you or Chris about it, they did hire that one guy, uh, I can't remember his name, and it's probably like a week ago or no, now, but it was like he was a VP of global marketing strategy for the WWE for a while, and then he went to go work for Bellator or someone else for a year, and is coming over to AEW. That is the type of thing that I don't know how much Tony Khan is handling, but it seems like that's a, the kind of move that we've been talking about this year where we, <laughs> that Tony Khan needs to relieve his own front office problems. Like, if he wants to be head booker, cool. Like, I, and, and I mean, we've talked about it. Not that Vince didn't say yes or no to a lot of things, but the guy also knew how to delegate. Now, at the end, with like his creative, he delegate and then go, no, I'm doing it. Oh. You know? But yeah, when it comes to other stuff, yeah. And like, and like, they're, like the big thing for AEW now is they hired away that one of the top producers for WWE so that the show is going to have a new look. Oh, yeah, because isn't that coming in January That's, here? Yeah. And honestly, that's lipstick on a pig. So what? The show looks different. If you're giving me the same crap angles, <laughs> who cares? A new look would be something that makes sense. And, and it doesn't take forever. Like, oh. long-term storytelling is different than taking forever. So I have no problem with long-term storytelling like Triple H is seemingly doing, although it's taken a while for some of this stuff. But... <laughs> well, that like, seems like that can be gotten to later. <laughs> well, this feels... is actually a good way to transition away from, from AEW. Okay. Because <laughs> I was watching NXT, and I get a giant kick out of the dumb angles on this show because they're outrageously stupid <laughs> and yes I'm talking about Chase U and yes I'm talking um, <laughs> the Fallon yes, Henley's family about... bar yes and Kiana James uh, is still oh. <laughs> still trying to purchase it and now officially having a match of uh, you know bar for bar basically uh, is, is what the situation is the logic in this thing is so bad. She said that she got the bank 
to do something. She didn't say she bought it. And then it turns into, by the end of, like, they're talking, well, you'll be able to win the bar for pennies on the dollar. Like, what? Wait, what? Uh, And the thing is, it's next week. You know, like, shouldn't there be, like, a struggle? Like, some vignettes of, you know, Fallon having to deal with either her or the assistant or something like that? This is like the... They've been going on a month with this thing. Right. But that was to get to the point of the bar being in jeopardy and her having to have something to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, like some sort of ownership or financial responsibility in it. The other weeks were her planning to do something. So now that she's got it, there's supposed to be a somewhat of a struggle to the point where no. Fallon Henley goes, I'll put the bar up. You know, you give me the bar or you get the bar. Not, she comes in and explains, all right, I'll have a match with you next week for the bar. Like, wait, what? No. I guess I feel like it's kind of been long enough for uh, a low-tier feud to go, like, a month before having a match. (laughs) That's very very positive of you. (laughs) A low-tier feud. (laughs) There's no... All right. I guess it's not so bad. I'll give it a couple. Well, no, I, I, like, honestly, I don't for, disagree. Well, for being that type of a feud, though, like there are stories on the main roster that make less sense. You know what I mean? Like, or that have less of a story to them in the feud. <laughs> you know how many people are just. Because, what am I thinking? Like, Dana Brooke does not have a story going on right now. No, she just lost to Zoe Stark on... On main event? Superstars or main event, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I... (laughs) But Fallon Henley and Kiana James are, you know, kind of comparatively within the main roster structure, you know, kind of more in the Dana Brooke territory. She isn't... They aren't... Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss, you know, on the on the pecking order of well, NXT. Kiana James was just in the Iron Survivor thing. I I do think that they're kind of moving her up a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, at least there's that. But yeah, Fallon Henley, like whatever. Uh, well, the only thing I remember but, Fallon Henley for is for her the bar, and then her sliding underneath Brooks and Jensen's arm all the time. <laughs> Well, she has been good enough to have the main event call ups also. Because She's been on main event, really? Uh yeah, I was kinda interested because I, I I ended up clicking on an article, uh it was mostly about the fact that Carmelo Hayes was up for one of the recent ones. And they listed everyone that had been up, and I guess they called her up at least one. It seemed like it, most of these people were, had just been called up once. <clears throat> and uh, she was on the list. Oh, cool. Well, good for her. Yeah, I mean, not completely Certainly. surprised. I mean, she seems like she's done well enough. But again, like, they've they've kind of piecemealed it out a, a, a bit for her. Like, she... She's been more character than 
you know, wrestler for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, I, the absurdity of this whole thing. Oh my gosh. I just, I just love it. It's the honey. It, so I guess I just kind of wanted oh. to go a little longer. Oh. That's what leaked in the box. The honey bro. Oh. So, live on... Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I want to make sure I understand this. The honey was in glass? The honey's in glass. Yep. The honey broke. Yep, that's why all the beer is sticky. That's why it's sticky. So no one told me there was glass going in the box. <laughs> yeah, it's... Tastes good. Doesn't say. <laughs> the honey tastes good. Shards of glass and wrapping paper. Well, wrapping paper and ink. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the wildflower honey. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, that looks like glass. It looks oh. like it's in glass, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's the honey. Yep, there's definitely well, honey. That's a good thing to know for a pack of package and put them on top. You know, <laughs> the little things. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit tonight. <laughs> What's the most breakable substance on earth? Probably glass. Oh, okay. I'm going to make sure I wrap the entire package in it. I'm just going to send it in a glass box. Well, I mean, now you know. And knowing's half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Uh, G.I. Joe, uh, teaching us lessons at very, very young ages. It's a lot, honey. Uh, Some of that stuff's stuck, too. Don't don't put your uh, panhandle, put your panhandle over the counter. Not, Not where you can hit it. Huh? What? Because hot grease will splatter you. So the panhandle? Oh! So if, you're cook, if you're cooking on the stove, make sure the handle's not over the <laughs> end of the stove. Put it, put it over something. Put it like on the side so you can't hit it. Yeah. <laughs> Who I does think that? that was the one. Who does that? Either it hit the kid and the kid like got burnt, or he hit it and it caught something on fire. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> I can so, definitely, I don't remember that happening, but I can definitely see that happening. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of, there were a lot of pan-related fires back then. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so real high. quick aside, my parents were in town. My mom still thinks okay. electrical wiring is from the 40s, so everything has to be unplugged. Uh, it does help, uh, but, you know. There's no safety reason for it. No, there is no safety reason for it. So she, everything, everything we have, like we don't keep the toaster out, so we don't keep it plugged in. I don't keep the air fryer plugged in, you know. But like coffee maker, she goes, she goes around to like check to make sure it's see if it's plugged in, and then starts unplugging when she's done. I'm like, that thing hasn't been unplugged, I think, probably since we got it. Like, it's. <laughs> It's just such a weird dynamic from how people grew up. In other, in like, uh, oh, yeah, I, in other time periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we're still getting a, a, a laugh. I got her recently with the uh, 
Uh, who does the uh, don't grow up to be like your parents uh, commercials? It's one of the insurance companies. Oh, uh, progressive, I think. <laughs> progressive. And they're yeah. like, there's the one where the guy's in line. He's like, oh, uh, can I get your John Hancock? He's like, we, we, we can just call it a signature. Yeah. So the, the the wife is sitting here the other day. She's like, hey, I need your John Hancock on this card. And I'm like, Get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> I told you, my, my favorite one of those, like, they've, got, they've kind of gone off the rails a little bit because they're not concentrating on the guy being exasperated much anymore. Oh, no. Which was always the funny part. So him... It was when he's on stage, and uh, it was just giving out the different quips. And he goes, you, you woke up early. Nobody cares. <laughs> My parents do that all the time. Man, I woke up, I woke up like 5.30 this morning for no reason. Okay. Go back to bed. As soon as you wake up, doesn't mean you can't fall back asleep. So... So every time the commercial's on, I laugh, and they they didn't think it was funny at all, which I thought was even which made it even, even funnier. funnier. Yeah, I think they're nailing you for something. Oh man! So, anyways, back to NXT, I guess. Um, it, just, it was the bourbon honey, to be specific. If if the audience is not hearing that, well, she is quite bummed. At least it wasn't at least it wasn't the beer. How do you not tell someone you're putting glass in there? Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, NXT. Like, NXT's... Oh. It, oh who it, won it, between Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark? I did not see that match. Uh, Zoe Stark. But oh, she really? um, used some underhanded tactics to... When I'd honestly have to pull up the, which I I I don't have anything pulled up right now. She used some uh, underhanded well, no, tactics. I was just, I'm surprised by that outcome. Just was Zoe Stark being on main event and winning. So I I not knowing that I thought Zoe Stark was getting ready to head, or maybe they're just waiting for WrestleMania time, like the the time after. I don't know, but yeah, okay. I. Uh, I mean, anyone that was involved in that uh, Iron Survivor Challenge, Matt, I would not be surprised if they got called up sooner rather than later. Yeah. Well, I'm still I'm still flabbergasted that J.D. McDonough is taller than Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> that, that one just got me. And then you see him talking to Apollo Crews, and they're both about the same size. So I'm like, I'm totally confused. On people's heights now, because Apollo is shorter than people, but he's not that much shorter than people. Like they put him with Aziz, was the general Aziz? Yeah, Commander yeah. Aziz. Commander, that was good. Thanks. And that guy's like six foot ten. So you put a guy that's six one with him, he looks like a, he looks like a midget. <laughs> right. So it's like they. So, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not soured on Carmelo Hayes at all. Oh, right. But it did, give, it did give me pause. Like, 
oh. And then this week, with him and Apollo standing face-to-face, I'm like, all right, that's not so bad. You know? I got my guys I want to see succeed. He's one of them. Bourbon honey. But you see it like, ah, shit. So, and it's also not the same guy in charge, which I still have not gotten past. Like, the whole so, bottom just... You know? Oh, so... Like, there's nothing left of it. The bourbon honey. <laughs> the bottom broke off. Uh, and and oh, okay. for further updates. So the it, mystery is solved. It, it, it is no longer. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely glass. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, I, I I just I'm trying to think like I'm trying to think of who else because Joe Casey was on uh main event as well. Uh, oh. I think he lost. I think. But, and still using the shirtless stuff. Like, no. No, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, they are really going with the trunks for him. Yeah, for, I don't get it. For some reason. But yeah, so, I, I don't know, man. Uh, well, what other... guy in charge is definitely going to help. So... <laughs> I was going to say, there was kind of a lot of uh, f- fun craziness uh, this week. Uh, you locked up. Hey. hey, say that again, you locked up on your side. Uh, there was a lot of fun craziness this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, they reenacted uh, Goldberg and Bret Hart. That was a lot of fun. Because it was pointed out that Grayson Waller was wearing a jacket indoors. I'm like, yeah, he really is. I don't know why. Oh. And as soon as Braun Breaker hit him, they went down. I was like, oh, yeah. That's fun. Especially if you don't know it, it's still fun anyways. Uh, oh, you know, honestly, I had I th- feel like I had heard that pointed out ahead of time or saw a headline about it since I did not, not watch NXT until today. Uh, um, and uh, and specifically did not watch that main event until about an hour ago. <laughs> and uh, I oh the new day match that was really good. Uh, oh well, there's a lot of good wrestling. Uh, I liked the um I like the women's tag team championship match too. Um, I missed that one too. But I, uh, I missed. I must have missed the first hour. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Damn, I thought I caught everything. Uh, and the the looks on uh, the losers' faces after that one were were fucking priceless. Honestly, right. unfortunately, I'm gonna have to watch it tomorrow. Then I I thought I only missed Nikita Lions. So <clears throat> yeah, it was a it, it was a three way tag team match uh, for the women's championship. And I believe that did uh, lead to the end of the first hour. Okay. Yeah, I definitely must have. What the hell was I doing? Oh, she's watching some dumbass show. Love is Blind. It's on Netflix. It's retarded. It's a vacant-ass people doing stuff. Anyways. Um, oh. I'm to think. Like, not a lot of the wrestling wowed me, I guess. But I really, really enjoyed New Day and then Brooks and Jensen. 
Oh. Yeah, that was a really good match. Okay. Was New Day laying down some stiff shots? Because this certainly seemed so. Like, I don't know if those two were just... If uh, uh, Brooks and Jensen were just too hyped up and Kofi was trying to get him to settle down. But he looked like he was throwing some pretty good shots into Jensen. It's like, calm your ass down. <laughs> I did not notice that, per se. Okay. It did kind of look like a little bit of a more physical match. And it was... It was kind of interesting, like I, New Day being down there full time ish now is like it almost feels like I didn't believe that they were going to stay down previously, and now I'm like, oh, they're just having a feud just to have a feud, you know, like they're having a match just to have a match here. Because obviously, with the backstage skit there, they're dragging this rematch with. Uh, pretty deadly out until a later date. Yeah, I... I don't know. I still don't think this is the best way to use pretty deadly, but I'm still willing to go along with it. It's just them being themselves is far better, like themselves as the characters, is far better than skits for them. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm digging this whole running around thing. Like, being at New Day's beck and call, that sort of stuff. I don't know if this is working for me. Uh, I guess I like it better than the forced butler thing. Just because they they seem to want to play... I don't know if it's fully been explained why they're completely playing along. Like, I know that supposedly they're supposed to get the title shot if, you know, they stick around and do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it doesn't quite seem like enough incentive for me to, you know, tolerate the shenanigans that they're tolerating currently. Right. Yeah, I mean, they should, I mean, they really have the wherewithal or the say to go, we deserve our mandatory rematch. We don't need to do any of this, which, okay, I just thought about this. If that's where this leads, then that's kind of funny. <laughs> if they get bent out of shape in a new day, it's like, all you got to do is invoke your rematch clause. And, I, yeah. That's not so bad. It, it could so, be a good punchline if they decide yeah. to go that route. Yeah, but like... Yeah, but part of me is just hoping that if they, you know, drag this out long enough that it'll be the uh, the premium live events here in Charlotte where they get the match, but that's February. So I don't know if they're going to keep New Day down there that long, but I mean, what do they really have to do on SmackDown? You know, yeah. The, it, until uh, the Usos aren't champions, they don't have a lot to do on the main roster. Yeah, I mean, they had that weird feud with the Viking Raiders. I guess they could have gone with against Joaquin and oh, Raul. Legato, I guess yeah, Legato. 
But other than that, I mean, yeah, there's not too many people for them to feud with anymore, so. No. No, not a whole lot to, uh, not a whole lot to do for them uh, at the current moment. No. So, yeah, yeah hey, so like, all right. leave them down there. But I, I also yeah, don't I mean, think they need to burn through. I, I, I guess this feud got built up last week, but in some ways you can still almost make it last more than two weeks if you want to do something like this, stretch out yeah. uh, their usefulness a bit. Yeah, and I, I think it'd be fun. But I I did not expect that match that we got from them with Brooks and Jensen. Or is it Briggs? Whatever. No, it's Brooks. It was just, just Bri- Brooks, right? N- yeah. No, it's Briggs and Jensen. Yeah, you, you're is, right the okay, second time. I thought time. it was Briggs. Isn't Brooks and Jensen like a tractor or something? Uh, well, no, I think because you were right about the JB and BJ uh, situation there. Yeah. It, yeah, it's Josh Briggs and uh, is it Brooks Jensen? That's where I'm getting it all messed up. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. I think that's what well, the... He's not the one I remember, so. But yeah, it, it just. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that match and how good it got, how stiff it got, and then poor Jensen. Kofi obliterated him at the end with that uh, springboard, not springboard, but like spinning leg whip, whatever that thing's called. Yeah, the trouble in paradise. No, where he went over the ropes at the end. Oh, and, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, flipped, he, he did like a leg flip. He clobbered him. <laughs> And to the point where, like, after the match, they kept trying to say, hey, good job. And he's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh <laughs> Leave me alone, man. <laughs> what the hell did YouTube TV just do? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that was a fun little angle. And so, yeah, I guess I did not realize that to go back at least a little bit, uh, not that there's much to talk about, but... I had forgotten that uh, Bret Hart had hit the plate in his... It was a little more natural for Bret Hart to have a jacket on. His... Well, he had the... was it? Maple Leafs jersey on? Uh, oh. Because I, I believe it was in Toronto when it happened. Okay. So. Yeah. That's an easy way to get away get around things. I yep. guess I was thinking of the traditional uh, leather jacket situation because I couldn't yeah, remember uh, no, no, what no. He, what happened exactly. Yeah, yeah he was wearing a hockey jersey and, and jean shorts. I'll never forget that. So, a very Canada thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled it off. So, <laughs> But yeah, I... I, I will say this. NXT was a better show than AEW. Although, watching that main event we, while we've been doing the show between Hater and... Uh, uh, Hikaru Shida. Yes, thank you. I wanted, to say, I wanted to say Emi Sakura. You know how many times I've thought of that name? I'm... Once, and that's right now. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. that match was really good from what I could see. So... Which isn't a surprise. Uh, yeah, that that'd be a nice one to. Uh, I feel like I caught all of it, but uh, it, it it seemed like it was really good, 
and uh, will be nice to yeah. watch with uh, with sound and undivided yeah. attention at some later juncture. Yeah. Yeah, but for the the, the few, well, the only thing I will say kind of stuck about NXT was the Rock's daughter. Um, she did not get the charisma of her dad. <laughs> that awkward shit. She's standing outside. I'm like, oh boy. It, like, are you reading this off the of back of a mattress? Like, or a, a mattress? Sure, let's go with a mattress. Why not? <laughs> That's what everyone reads off the back of. <laughs> What am I looking for, by the way? What's the oh, uh, placemat? That's it. Okay, I was—I'm not sure. I was like back of your hand, but that doesn't really make sense because you don't no, read off the back of your hand. Yeah, yeah I guess you don't. No, you, you know things like the back of your hand, but you do not read off the That's, back of your hand. What does that even mean? How often do you stare at the back of your hand? Is that a, is that a masturbation joke? <laughs> uh, I have wondered that uh, in the later years of my life here. Uh, like, I hate corny shit. And that's what that is now. And I mean, I'm looking at the back of my hand. That's what I'm doing right now. It's yeah. like the first time I've ever looked at it. Like, oh, okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is supposed to mean that you know the, you know, know something very well. I understand what it means, but it's like... <laughs> yeah. Then that means I don't know things very well. <laughs> That's all that means to me. So, I mean, this has <laughs> got to be saying that came up before last uh, no way around that. That's the paradox, Jeremy. Or, I don't know. I don't know if it really is supposed to be the paradox or, I, I don't or know not. Either. It sounds like Back to the Future shit to me. So. <laughs> oh, that was Flux. Never mind. You know, I don't even want to talk about wrestling. Oh. We got to talk about something real quick. So, I don't even know how long we're doing this show, but this could take a while anyways. Did you see the new TV deal for the NFL? For uh, for just... um, Oh, God. Sunday Ticket. Did you see this? this news? Did they officially <clears> – <throat> I saw this morning that YouTube TV was potentially in on getting the Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I did not see a I, – I, they said the deal that they walked away from or were probably going to walk away from or who someone gave up on the, the broadcasting rights at some price. Apple, Apple TV did. Apple and Amazon said no. Okay. Yeah. Because they wanted them to lower the price of Sunday ticket. And the NFL's lying, saying that if we lower the price, I guess they contractually can't lower it because it will take views away from the national broadcasts. And I say that's bullshit because it hasn't been so far. Uh you're selling a package so you can watch your hometown team. <laughs> so those those eyes aren't already on the pro the product that's free on TV. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I watch games that I don't want to, but I've also it's been kind of th- this season's been kind of funny in and of the fact that uh, 
I actually went to a gasp bar to watch the Steelers this season because they did not have a lot of primetime games and uh, frequently were not on because of the uh, Cleveland slash Cincinnati dynamic in uh, in Columbus here. And uh, I never see the Lions unless it's Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> it's just how it works. And the yeah. one time they're in town, we'll get back to TV real quick. The oh. one time they're in town, where I, okay, first off, I to back up. The one time the Lions are playing meaningful football in December, they're five minutes down the road, and I'm going to be in another state. You have no idea the frustration going on right there. <laughs> the other problem is when we go to my parents, Greenville is actually, I think, unless it's changed, that is an Atlanta market. Oh, so If Atlanta yeah. is on Fox, they're going to get the Falcons game. So I'm going to drive where the stadium is a... Eh, 30-minute walk, 10-minute drive, maybe. I have to drive an hour and a half to miss it. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of wild how that uh, how that happens. So I'm hoping that's changed now. Because Carolina is closer than Atlanta to Greenville. Or Charlotte's closer to uh, Greenville than Atlanta is. So, but But we also oh. get Washington games blacked out here. Okay. Oh, that's curious. But, yeah. But going back to this deal, it's uh, not that I didn't want to talk about wrestling. I just want to make sure I brought this up, or we <laughs> brought this up. So YouTube, Google, whatever. Did you see what they're going to – they're probably going to pay per season to carry, just to carry – the uh, Sunday ticket. No, I did not. I I saw the number that someone walked away from. I did not see the final deal number. Nor did I see it broken down that down way. Because I'm if seated. I hear, if I hear one person say they can't lower ticket prices, they can't lower concessions, they can't pay the players more. They can't pay the people in the stadiums more. They can't build their own fucking stadiums. You should be allowed to punch them straight in the mouth. (laughs) This is just, and I, I, definitely, definitely serious. Only to carry a Sunday ticket, which then people then have to buy for three, four hundred bucks, whatever it is. Every season, $2.5 billion. Per season. Per season. Wow. Not overall. Not for all, not for 10 years. That doesn't include all the TV money, all this, all the ad revenue they get, all the That's impressive. That is a uh, a number I am never going to uh, fully comprehend in my lifetime. 
So I'll see. My calculator out. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, that's that's a lot of money to be uh, in. in is it official that YouTube TV is going to be carrying it? Not yet. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering when my when our price is going to go up. Uh, How to, many NFL teams are there? 32? Yes. <laughs> so, so per team, every year, that's $78,125,000. Yeah. And I know we did this before, but I'm going to look it up anyways. That's a, not quite the cost of the roster. Uh, $208 million is a salary cap maximum. Okay. So that's uh, under under half. Yeah, under half. But considering TV rights, everything else, and the fact that most of the owners are billionaires as well, every city... Where a team goes, we want a new stadium. They go, oh, have at it. Feel free and build one. No, we're not giving you any goddamn money for it. Peace out. Uh, and that's never going to happen. No. But, okay, so in that vein, say a team's like, oh, we'll just move then. Okay, where are you going to go? What major cities don't have a team? St. Louis... Again. Yeah, again. <laughs> There's a limited amount of... T- just uh, almost in all of the sports. You know, at 32 teams, there are other markets, I guess, to be had. Oh, sure. But where? <laughs> what may, like, Green Bay's the worst TV market. Just by their proximity. Everybody else has a good TV market. Oh. So where the hell would they move? Uh, somewhere in Delaware? No. Rhode Island? No. San Diego. I'm sorry, San Diego. St. Louis. Oh, yeah, I forgot San Diego doesn't have a football team anymore. Yeah, yeah, same here. San Francisco doesn't. Oh, yes, they do. Duh. (laughs) Well, technically. I I I was actually thinking Oakland. Technically, they don't. Yeah, true. <laughs> Since they planned Santa Clara. Well, yeah. Where, where, are the, where is a team going to move that's going to be in the same TV market that the NFL will be like, well, yeah, you're allowed to go there. Oklahoma City? <sighs> Man, I'm being serious. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I bet you I'll you could pull them. off what? You have Houston and Dallas. You could pull off an Austin, a Columbus, San, San Antonio, San Antonio. I bet so if you cool. wanted to, uh, Columbus would be right. a tough market though. Already with the Browns and and the Bengals and the Steelers, well, Columbus already has their football team though. You know, <laughs> and they do also serious. have their football team. Yeah, so, it, no. it, it it really would not be a great market to try and move into. I don't think. Yeah, Michigan can't sustain another one. Um, Chicago, no. Like they don't do same city teams, same city teams anymore. It's like once these people realize this stuff, peace out. Go ahead and leave. Find someone that'll take you. 
Uh, yeah, it's kind of limited now, especially with the yeah. whole. I, I, I mean, it, and it's been a long ass time since the whole Cleveland Baltimore thing happened. Yeah. I mean, shit, we were in college uh, when that went yeah. down. So, uh, and really, at this point, it's time to go. With the way like revenue goes up, and they have another team, and then we have another week for the season now. No, I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded back out to San Diego and St. Louis eventually. Uh, yeah. After that, yeah, there there are places that they can go, but it is. Uh, the list is definitely shorter than it used to be. I guess Salt Lake City, Utah. And I'm, I'm only yeah. doing that because of the Jazz. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that... Because in what? Denver would really be the closest one? Or it'd either be Denver or uh, the Phoenix Cardinals? Or, or are they yeah. just Arizona now? I don't, unless oh, it's they want Arizona. to try going to Canada, which no. <laughs> yeah, I, they but could. Just, just think about a club like we're gonna we're gonna uproot from Charlotte. And we're gonna move our oh, offices to Montreal. Like, well, and I out. guess I forgot about the obvious answer uh, uh, with how many uh, European games that they're playing. If they go, True. I thought of that too. Yeah, yeah that that that's definitely one that. Uh, I would not be completely surprised if it's on the table. It, it, it's sometime within our lifetimes. But it, that, I don't understand how that could work. I really don't. You would have to have more than one European team. Because oh. that travel is brutal. And then you've got to ask these players who don't want to live over there to live over there. And I know everyone wants to play in the NFL, but that's a big ask. Uh, yeah, even if it's just for, well, A, most seasons are, what, four months at least? So, yeah. it, 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 and that's just the actual season, not counting training camps and anything of that nature, which probably includes a fifth month. Uh, at least, so I mean, yeah, you're probably it's probably a minimum six month commitment to be somewhere where you don't really want to be. But it's still a long time. Like you're gonna yeah. try and get some guys from like Southern Alabama to go out and live in London? Hell no! It rains all the fucking time here. No. Uh, some of them will Their say beaches yes. Are cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's true because there is the draw of just being in the NFL. Yeah. Even though I can't imagine that feels like you're in the NFL. You know, if that was the case. Uh, yeah. And, and honestly, I, I, I don't, it would be hard logistically, I would think. Unless they do like a whole division and then they come over here, like they, they all play each other in some type of a round robin format and then come over to the States for the rest of the season to finish out their season. <laughs> Yeah, true, after the rookie. Like, they'd be the worst team because they'd never be able to keep anybody. As soon as that rookie deals up, bye. Going back home, Governor. So. <laughs> uh, I would imagine it might be a little bit of a tough sale, even if the cities are yeah. pretty awesome themselves. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, they would, like they win the Super Bowl? 
and like tens of hundreds of people come out to celebrate. Like you're not getting like that celebration in Argentina. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Which looked like the scariest, funnest chaos I've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gotta get the team out of their floats or whatever by helicopter. Like that's crazy. <laughs> All because professional soccer players can't kick a ball in a giant net. <laughs> I'm never going to relent. That penalty kicks to decide the World Cup is a crime. Especially the way the last, what, three minutes we've said of the second extended period were going. Then you go, no, this action is way, way too interesting. This is way too much drama. Let's just have some guys stand there and miss a wide open net. Come on, everyone. Come on. I, I, I mean, the fact that someone missed a wide open net was... I don't know how you live with yourself on that one. I, I don't mind it getting blocked because the you know, law averages, oh. the goalie's going to guess eventually. But a goalie right. never jumps up. They always jump to the ground. So just boop it in. I don't play soccer, by the way, so I'm just saying this. But it just seems like, boop. oh, he fell to the ground. It's already in the room. You know? But. Yeah, it's not easy to do that. Uh, there there are some people that pull, <laughs> pull that maneuver off, but not uh, not a lot. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I I... As soon as it went to penalty kicks, I was like, I don't care. Like, even when we went to the game here, the first Charlotte goal was scored on a penalty kick. Everyone's going crazy. And I'm like, yeah, good job we scored. I'm like, he should make it. And then when they scored a real goal, that's when I was excited. Like, oh, my God, I got to see a real soccer goal for, for once. That's my first game, so that's why I say for once. <laughs> but no, the world's greatest tournament, or whatever they want to say it on, is settled by a bunch of guys standing there watching their friends miss an open net. Uh, I do think that it would help to extend the time. Now that they have a, I've liked that uh, the COVID has brought about the five man change uh, instead of the three man change. Uh, I think that that does help to uh, keep the game a little more energized, uh, honestly, because you got more people on the field that have fucking energy to do shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I do think maybe because of that, they could go a little bit longer uh, than they used to in the past. Uh, Dude, I, I mean, I guess we are both... Uh, they can go until someone scores. Yeah, I mean, I know that I know that sounds I know that sounds torturous. Best get your ass going quick. Well, for a long time, and that's I was gonna say. I mean, that's uh, we we definitely come from uh, hockey fandom, and uh, that that is way the NHL does it. In the I'm I'm okay, honestly, with the NHL going. Okay, we're gonna do this during the regular season because. No one wants to be at a fucking regular season game for more than three hours. So let's just... No one wants to leave at two in the morning. Yeah, no one wants to yeah. leave a regular season game at two in the morning. Let's knock this nonsense off and and have a winner and get out of here with a shootout. 
completely yeah. understand that. But yeah, when it matters, hey, they're they're ready to go the distance, and I uh, I, I do appreciate that. It's definitely a. L- it's a little bit harder to score in soccer than it is in hockey, especially since they've oh, opened yeah. o- opened things up a little bit more in hockey again. Not a lot bit more, oh, yeah, but yeah. enough bit more. Uh, um, although we have had a couple of ridiculous overtime games recently. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little more extra time added. Um, more than just the extra thirty minutes uh, before they get to penalty kicks. There ain't no, there ain't no, 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 no. There ain't no extra time. You guys play until someone scores. <laughs> if it takes you two hours, that's it. Sudden death, just like hockey. And I'll go so far as the NFL should be the same way too. Well, well, th- I guess not like that. The NFL should play a full quarter. Not this stuff where if you score a touchdown first. Bullshit. No. If it's the playoffs, you keep on going. Have it be the full 15. Kind of, actually, kind of the opposite, I guess. Well, that's, that is one of the interesting ones with soccer that the um, that you have to uh, – that you play the whole 30 minutes extra. Yeah, you yeah. know it, that it is not. It, I, I guess that would be kind of interesting, even just to move that to a sudden death situation, rather than play the full thirty minutes. Yeah, or even just have the the full thirty. If someone wins, cool. You know, keep that, and then after that, go. Well, guys, you did it to yourselves. <laughs> if you want to win the most prestigious soccer tournament or sporting tournament or whatever you want to call it. You have to earn it. None of the standing around garbage. Praying or whatever else you're doing. Get your ass running. Get your offense going. No. Uh, I will say that that was uh, something of a uh, master class of, uh, of goalkeeping abilities by the Argentinian keeper. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he blocked one uh, is... That's always madness. I know that the goalie's going to guess right at some juncture, but uh, it's still madness that uh, he actually did so. <laughs> See, and that that I like. Like the goalie guessing and stopping it, that's exciting. A guy missing it? No. No. You don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> it is just soul-crushing when you see that happen. <laughs> yeah, so crushing with that bank account empty too. So you always yeah, hope he doesn't. Team? I always re- remember the poor Colombian guy that missed the penalty kick against the U.S. back in '94 and ended up shot like a week later. Okay, was all right. I was just gonna bring that up. Did he <laughs> miss that, or did he do the own goal? Or were there two people? Oh, it might have been an own wasn't goal. Wasn't there an own goal as well? Might have been an own goal. They fucking killed him. <laughs> not, I'm sorry. It's not funny, obviously. No, but, but it is. There is a definite dose of absurd humor in there. Like, oh, you killed a guy. 100%. Fucking up a soccer. Like, yeah, um, what, what are we doing here, people? Come on. Uh, 
<laughs> get your shit together a little bit more than this. No, all we do in this country is get into someone's Twitter DMs and cuss them out. Worthless <laughs> 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 assholes. Oh, I don't even know what that's in reference to, and I don't really care to know, honestly. Oh, dude, that happens all the time. Like, the one I'm referencing was Ronnie Bell for Michigan. He dropped a pass against Penn State that would have, like, been a – essentially would have won the game. Yeah. Um, and he got a torch by Michigan fans. Uh. And it's like, one, this is a kid. He's, like, 19 years old. And you're some douchebag on Twitter, like – yeah, you're some... And now he's probably the same guy that's cheering for him now, which makes it even more disgusting, actually. But... Oh, people have no chill. Oh, it's man. Just a like, utter lack of awareness. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of that stuff on social media that people just, you know, directly go after the person for bust, for messing up a play. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's all kinds of gruesomeness that has definitely uh, been shared recently. That's like uh, yeah. completely unnecessary. People, uh, completely yeah, it's like unnecessary. Just save it for home, like the rest of us. Cuss them out so they don't know. God damn! Grow up. Learn how to be angry at people you don't know. But. Okie dokie here. Well, uh, were you having any uh, bell time beers on that end of the microphone? Uh, Yes, I actually sent you one of these. It's the South End Santa by Lower Left. Uh, It's an oatmeal cookie Christmas ale. Very good. Uh, Yeah, because the beverages were not uh, frosty by the time I got them, they uh, did not cool off for me. So those were were not had uh, this evening. Uh, though, uh, last in, uh, well, maybe not last in the sibling exchange, but, uh, the older brother, uh, from his, uh, one of his favorite breweries in Richmond, Virginia, there, Hardywood Brewing Gingerbread Stout, Imperial Milk Stout with cinnamon, vanilla, ginger, and honey. It is, uh, quite delicious. I do not, uh, blame him for, uh, liking this, uh, quite a bit. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I think this is actually my first time finally drinking this, and uh, yeah, it lives up to the hype. So I will have to uh, tell that to him. And uh, so yeah, if you happen to find yourself uh, in the uh, Virginia area, I highly suggest that. Because I know I've had another, uh, at least another couple of uh, good brews from Hardywood. Uh, Do do check them out, uh, grandkids. So that is the suggestions from uh, at DeFrango11 and at Granny Maze. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and view us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher. Have a good night, grandkids. Bye, gang.